What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Fallout Feed Christmas S-P-E-C-I-A-L special. Hi, everyone. My name is Andrew, and this is the Fallout Feed. We are joined today by a whole slew of people just here to hang out and have a little Christmas party. So I hope everyone will join us in the festivities. Uh, Today, we are joined by Jeremy all the way up from Wisconsin. Hi. How's everyone doing today? Oh, Jeremy, you sound great. Thanks for uh, being with us. Kara, how are you? I'm doing merrily well. Thank you very much. Ho, ho, ho. Welcome to the show. Casey, how are you doing? I'm good. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. Lee, did we get it figured out yet? Lee is on the show. He will uh, pop in when Lee uh, gets it all figured out. Lee, welcome to the show, buddy. And we're also joined uh, from across the border up north. Michelle, how are you, sir? And also, still figuring out the microphone. Uh, f- hop on in whenever you guys uh, get it going on. We'd love to hear from Lee and Michelle. Pat, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing terrific. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays, Pat. Thanks for uh, joining in with us here. And uh, then we also have Shaleen all the way from out west. What's going on? Hello, hello. Thanks for joining us, Shaleen. And also... Thanks for having me. Oh, we're, we're more than happy to have you, Shaleen. We've been trying to uh, make ends meet the whole time. We always want Shaleen on our show. We love Shaleen. And, happy uh, to be here. Ha- happy holidays. And here we go with uh, Susan, a.k.a. Luke and Laura. How are you guys today? Oh, we're very good, thanks. How are you? Very well, thanks. Uh, we'll, we'll just go ahead and start off the top of the show with uh, a little bit of from Luke and Laura. Would Would you guys just like to maybe tell us a little bit about um, your guys' podcast? I really love your guys' podcast. It's it's called West Vault Radio. And uh, if you guys would like to just give us a little introduction, uh, just let let you know, our tiny group of people who listen to our podcast just, just know about your show and maybe get a little exposure for you. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you very much for having us. Um, yeah, Westport Radio came out as all the best ideas when you're slightly drunk and think <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, we just decided to make a radio show, and the idea is we've got Susan, who is our um, enigmatic host, who is alone in a vault, uh, surrounded by robots. So the first season, which we're currently recording, we're not really sure why she's alone with just the robots, but... She's uh, diligently trying to keep uh, her show on the air and uh, try and make it as interesting and as entertaining and uh, as possible. But she's having to cover every single topic that a radio station would normally do. So she might be a little bit insane. So I'm not really sure, but she's very positive about the whole situation. So no, it's it's a yeah, wonderful it's just kind listen. of chatting, and we try and get as many kind of fallouty songs in it as we can. Yeah, I think we felt that there's a there's a whole lot of Americana in Fallout, unsurprisingly. So we would try and add a bit of uh, lighting to the whole yeah. scenario. It's the, yeah, the big joke is the vault was run by British expats, and I'm the last one left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the, 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 uh, the good songs you guys source are terrific. They, the, you, you manage to nail exactly that, that 
Americana uh, atomic 50s vibe. So well done. That's yeah, we're always, searching. <laughs> yeah, we're always trying to fit in some British stuff in there. So always a big fan of kind of the wartime classics, you know. Uh, Bit Vera Lynn. We, we throw, yes, throw in Vera yeah. Lynn quite a lot. She's great. <laughs> Uh, Mother Brown or something. Yeah. yeah, she tends to be a little bit more royalty free. The Andrews <laughs> sisters are harder to get hold of. <laughs> In terms of Cockney singers for our uh, Halloween episode, we had one very knees up kind of guy <laughs> singing about um, Mary Queen of Scots. <laughs> it wasn't Anne Boleyn. I can't. Oh, Anne Boleyn, it was a good sorry, song. God, yeah. <laughs> Too many people out of their heads. Yeah, hey guys. Like the How strong stole Christmas. Yeah, so by Dr. Sun. A bit of Britishness to the full mm. world. Yeah, you can find us. Uh, we are on. We have a website, www.vault97.com, so you can listen to us there. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Play FM, yeah. quite a few random podcast feedy things. Anything you listen to the Fallout feed on, you can probably listen to us <laughs> on as well. And what are we available <laughs> on? Yeah, I think that's about it, isn't it? Hey, hey guys. Oh, we're on Twitter. I actually got <laughs> Twitter, a message. Sorry, I, I interrupted there. I, I just uh, I just got a message from Susan that just came in on the horn here. Uh, would you guys like to hear from Susan really quickly? I'm sure. Yeah, give it. I'm sure she'd be thrilled. Tolerate her. Yeah. All right, Susan. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing tonight? Ooh, audio production quality. Oh, hello there, listeners. You've uh, just caught me listening to one of my holiday favorites, the Fallout song. Actually sung by our very own Mr. Wigglesworth. I have to say, I love the holiday season. Every year I get messages from you out there in the wasteland asking, Susan, what's the ideal gift to give my friends and family and roving raider gangs that attack my settlement? Well, listeners, I've had a real think about it this year, so I've made you a Susan top list of the five greatest gifts you can give your wasteland friend. In at number five, ammunition. Never underestimate the power of stockpiling ammunition. You just never know when you may need it. At number four, caps. I know, boring, but how many times has our great Aunt Irma bought us a truly hideous pair of socks that we really could do without and, quite frankly, just want the money for? So, caps. Great idea, a classic, not boring at all. At number three, a Diamond City Surplus gift card. I know, Myrna can be a bit of a tough cookie to deal with, but give her one of these gift cards and she'll soften up like butter for you. At number two, a stim pack. Let's face it, stim packs are the most useful thing you can have in the wasteland. Next time you lose a leg, one of these will do you right. And, of course, now it's time for number one. What are you wondering? What is Susan saying that you should have? Well, as you know, listeners, I am a big fan of bringing back civilization to the wasteland. Now, as well as giving the gift of me at WVR, I'd be selfish if I didn't recommend one of the greatest sources of civilization, the Fallout Feed. It's a fantastic show that gives you all the hints and tips you need to survive in the uncivilized wasteland while maintaining a certain sense of dignity whilst doing so. So, there you have it. The Susan Top Tip. The Fallout Feed. Now I'm going to get back to my tunes. Accessible from Vault97.com So, stay safe out there, listeners. And from all of us here at WVR, have a happy holiday season. Feral ghouls, 
Brilliant. Oh, that's classic. Feral ghouls, their skin all aglow. Brilliant. Thank you, Susan, and the folks at West Vault Radio. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, hey, guys. We have the song as well. If you if you fancy listening to Luke singing it yes, without of course. me chatting over him, hey, if you guys want to send me that, uh, if you want to send me the the MP3 file, I will gladly tack it onto the end of the show, and uh, people can have a, a listen to the the straight song. That'd be awesome. <laughs> send it for grated teeth. <laughs> That's great. I think Marcus just popped in. Hello, Marcus. Hi. I think I'm being muted. I'm not sure. No, you're not. Nobody I can hear you just fine. Hi, Marcus. Um, What's hey, uh, what's going on? Ha- uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Yeah, love hey. it. It shows muted at the top of my screen, but for some stupid reason, I'm not. No. <laughs> you're you're coming in loud and clear for us. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Michelle's not yeah. muted, but we can't hear him. So. Oh, dear. oh no. <laughs> no, no. Thank you. Um, I'm doing well at the moment. <clears throat> family seems to be turning a corner with all the sickness. So. Oh, good, oh. good, good. Yeah, I know your family was under the weather, so I'm glad to hear they're turning a corner. Are you still under a time crunch? Uh, yeah, so I'll probably have to disappear off in uh, about half past five okay. my time, so another 20, 20 minutes or so. Okay, well, before that happens, we will be sure to uh, roll right into your Christmas submission. Thank you for uh, <laughs> submitting for our thing. So, uh, welcome. Um, I know we're just hanging out, talking about Fallout and Christmas. So, um, welcome everyone. Shaleen? I might actually be able to pop in back later. But oh, nice. Shaleen, I was going to ask you, how's, what's Christmas like in uh, Mexico? <laughs> yes, well, here in New Mexico, Christmas is uh, actually New Mexico, is quite okay. similar. Uh, we eat a lot of tamales, um, <laughs> hang up some chili ristras, and uh, get a lot of uh, sand and candles and paper bags for holiday oh, decorations. That's probably and, really pretty. Uh, yeah, it actually is very pretty. Um, luminarias, we'll just put those out, and yeah, it's pretty that's nice. Very nice. Now, it's, everything out in the desert is totally weird and different to me from the Midwest. But it's I always, love how it's everybody awesome. thinks that I live in the desert. I love that so much. Um, well, it's just the general. It was area like uh, ten degrees yesterday. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That desert yeah. doesn't necessarily yeah. mean hot. Yeah, not cold. But yeah. freezing. So that's great. Any big plans for this holiday season? Not really, no. Um, hopefully I'll get a couple of days off. Um, no. Yeah, no kidding. No big plans, though. It sucks when it falls on the weekend. You never know if your companies or jobs are going to like let you have the f- Fridays and Mondays surrounding it off or not. But, you know, who knows? Well, mm-hmm. um, Ch- Chalene, did you have anything um, Fallout Christmassy related? Any stories or anything that you came across? I know that we sort of briefly discussed and we had trouble finding a lot of uh, holiday connection to the Fallout series. Yeah, there's really not that much out there. Um, Fallout 4 has more holiday stuff than than the series previously has. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really love the random Christmas trees that you can find across the wasteland. Yeah, that's very nice. Um, there's one, uh, a little sort of Christmas-themed room in that saw maze that you can find near the, near the Kindle Hospital, I believe. <clears throat> And that's always a big surprise to be just walking through this terrible, terrible maze of death and then just Christmas, <laughs> Christmas room. trees. Yeah. Little vials of jet under the Christmas tree. Oh, that's so sweet. Someone <laughs> left us a present. Yeah, Santa knows what I like. Um, also, Fallout Shelter has some holiday references. 
mm-hmm. probably the most holiday oriented of all the Fallout games, actually. I think you're quite right. Yeah, can decorate, uh, I'm looking uh, forward for them to decorate for for Christmas in Fallout Shelter. Yeah, I've, I've got some, or I had some. I don't know. I haven't played this week. I don't know if they removed the Thanksgiving room themed rooms and stuff yet or not. But we had turkey decorations and stuff up. It was really cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did remove Thanksgiving, but they haven't oh. put up Christmas yet. Get on with it. I've been playing a ton of Fallout Shelter. I got my last outfit last night, so I've, I've filled out the weapons wow. tab and the outfits tab. That's impressive. I still have, I don't know, a, a ton left to do. There's, mm-hmm. That's amazing. That, that is pattern. an accomplishment. That's a dedication. Whew. It took a long time. <laughs> that's great. Um, <laughs> so we got a bunch of audio stuff to get through, so we should probably... Uh, get through some more audio here uh we've heard from um susan thank you susan for for sending in audio and we will go ahead and listen to christopher thanks christopher had to put in a plug we had to put a return plug for susan she's uh, going to be uh, nominated for the westies oh uh, very soon here it's a very very important uh, award for susan that's impressive uh, she's a very make sure everybody gives susan their support for the westie awards and listen to westfall radio to find out what the latest is on the westies oh good 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 call pat thank you so much for that Dear Nora and Sean, as I sit here writing this letter a few weeks before Christmas, I'm filled with so many different emotions. Never in my wildest nightmares did I envision what my day-to-day life would become. It's around 12.30 a.m. in the wasteland. Yes, my angel, I said the wasteland. You never got the chance to experience it with me, so I'm going to try my best to explain it to you. I hope by writing this letter and putting down on paper some of the things I've seen, I may be able to get in a few hours of peaceful sleep before I inevitably wake up, delirious and full of envy because you were spared the horrors of this new world order, while I'm forced to sift through the pieces of my shattered life alone. Let me go back to the beginning. Remember the day we were attacked? You grabbed Sean and you ran up the hill behind our house to Vault 111. We hoped, oh God, we hoped we'd never have to go underground, but we thought any life with our baby would be better than none at all. Everyone was screaming and crying. There were strange men in uniforms that kept shouting at us to move to a platform. I was so disoriented. It all happened so quickly. Soon after, as we were being taken underground, we saw the fragments of a bright, hot light. It was a nuclear bomb detonating, and we only barely escaped its devastation. We were so scared, baby. Once the platform stopped, I kept running ahead of you because I thought in my delusional state that if I saw something bad, I could run back and warn you and we could escape, the three of us, and never look back. We were led to a room with weird containers. They looked like mechanized cocoons. I kept trying to get information from somebody that worked at the company. vault Tech, it was called. They kept telling me that we needed to be decontaminated because of our brief exposure to the nuclear blast. They asked us to step into the pods. I was terrified, but I didn't want you or the baby to notice, so I tried to seem stoic. I remember looking out of the tiny glass window at the both of you. Slowly, a wave of euphoria washed over me, and I felt extremely peaceful. The last thing I remember was you waving Sean's tiny hand at me and smiling but it was a desperate, frightened smile, and I wanted to burst through the pod and hold the two of you and never let go. After that, everything went black. On the day I woke up, I remember feeling like I'd been asleep forever. I was freezing in the tiny pod, but I was alive, and that alone gave me hope then that so were the two of you. 
Then the nightmare officially began, and I've been trying to wake up from it ever since. I saw two people go to your pod, the bastard who shot you and another person. I think it was a woman, but I'm not entirely sure. The people wanted Sean, and you refused. The man gave you an ultimatum. You still refused. He pulled the trigger, and just like that, you were gone. Helpless, I saw the whole episode unfold right before my eyes. And now, Nora, baby, I swear I'm going to find our son. I don't know how, but I will. I stumbled out of the pot, and while I lay there on the ice-cold, wet floor of Vault 111, I swore an oath. I would get Sean back, and I would avenge your senseless murder. The people who were responsible for this would pay. I know it sounds cliche, Nora, but those people ripped out my soul on that horrible day, and I want it back. You know, I took off your wedding ring, honey, and now I wear them both as a reminder. It's the only thing I have left, but it keeps me from putting the laser gun to my head and pulling the trigger. This next part of the letter is going to sound like the ravings of a madman, but bear with me, honey. You need to believe me. We were purposely put in cryogenically induced comas, as was everyone else from Sanctuary who signed up for the vault Tech program. We were intended to be nothing more than guinea pigs to be studied to see the effects of cryogenesis on human beings. When we woke up, it was the year 2277. That's right, Nora, 200 years from the day we went underground. I cried for two days and nights straight when I found this out. I still can't grasp it, but I can't let it dominate me or I will surely go mad. I think it's been especially difficult for me the past few days because I know it's Christmas time. Nora, one of the few good things in my life, probably the only good thing is, I found a dog at that old red rocket refueling station on the edge of town. He was just wandering around, and when he saw me, he immediately took a liking to me. I named him Dog Meat. Don't ask. I guess the name fits in well with the current state of affairs in Concord. Anyway, whoever said dogs are man's best friend sure knew what they were talking about. I think I'm going to make him a nice juicy Brahmin steak for Christmas. By the way, a Brahmin is a mutated cow that has two heads. That's how things not out, that's how things are now. I still live in sanctuary with some settlers and people who call themselves the Minutemen. Honey, we're the good guys and there's not too many of us left. This world is full of bad things, bands of vicious raiders, mutated insects and scorpions. People who have lost their minds from radiation, sickness, and attack on sight. The list goes on and on, but I don't want to dwell on that, Nora, not now. The other day, Dog Meat and I went out scavenging and found some old Christmas stuff in an abandoned house in Concord. I managed to decorate our old house, and it actually it doesn't look that bad. Sometimes I'll sit in our old living room and think about our first Christmas here. Remember how I couldn't put the star to sit straight on the tree and I almost fell off the step stool? And the night those carolers knocked on the door and sang Silent Night. I was so looking forward to our first Christmas with Sean. But I will find him. I know there'll be a Christmas where he's riding his bike down the street laughing and dog me and I'll be running right there alongside him. Anyway, it's now around 2 a.m. and I just went outside to get a breath of fresh air, relatively speaking. It's a clear, cold night. It would almost be peaceful except for the sounds of explosions and gunfire coming from somewhere far off to the east. Every night I wonder if I'm going to make it to see the morning, but baby, as long as our boy's out there somewhere, 
I have a sense of purpose, and I won't let him grow up not knowing how truly wonderful his mother was. I'll write again soon, Nora. Merry Christmas. All my love, Christopher. Oh, great. Thank you so much for submitting, uh, Christopher. Uh, we always love that's uh, I think Christopher's second big submission. So thanks for that, Christopher. We always love hearing from you. Uh, very um, on the heavy side of a Christmas <laughs> letter too. No, but that's totally perfect, and uh, we love it. Thank you so much, uh, Christopher, for sending that in. Um, uh, does anybody have any thoughts of uh, their normal <clears throat> Christmas traditions? Like Marcus, I know you have to head off here soon, but uh, would you like to fill us uh, dumb Americans in on a little bit of uh, some basic British Christmas differences? Um, I don't really have many traditions in our household. We've we've always kept it pretty pretty clear i think most of the time it's just making sure we put the tree up <laughs> get the kids to decorate it the usual sort of things like that. what what time of year does that happen because in america the christmas nut jobs like me are allowed to do it the day after thanksgiving we get we get scolded if we do it any time before then so we try to hold off but um day after thanksgiving it is late like the usually the last week of november well, I, I was looking, and I think you put up pictures of your Christmas tree like a day or so before we went and got ours. Oh, okay. So that's that, that's cool. <laughs> Great. So that's, that's awesome. So, yeah. you're, you're allowed to put yours up a month beforehand, too. Yeah, it's Festive. fine. Yeah, great. Make sure the tree's nice and settled in. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, full. We Lots of sap. A, we have a song for people like Andrew. Not jobs roasting on an open fire. <laughs> That's me. Hey, Lee, welcome hey, to the I'm show. I'm with you, Andrew. I'm also one of those crazy Christmas people. What do you do? Do oh, you, okay. um, excuse me for being another um, a, a desert uh, stereo uh, typist, but uh, do you decorate a cactus with chili <laughs> decorations? or How does that work? No, no. We have a traditional little Christmas tree. I have a very small house, so I have a, a a proportionally small tree it's sort of a charlie brown christmas tree up mm, there nice. and uh yeah we have a um a lot of evergreens out here in the area where i, I live i oh, actually yes. live in the mountains uh, oh so. yeah of course nice Beautiful. traditional christmas trees yeah ours is also proportionally small because we've had to lift ours up onto a table because of you know, dogs and toddlers and <laughs> all sorts of things that could pee and or climb the tree that we don't want that to happen. So, what is proportionally that... small though? Because Americans, you tend to have stuff a lot bigger. So, I think six foot's huge. What's proportionally no, big for you? Um... <laughs> so American small is like European yeah, large. Exactly. <laughs> no, that is that is actually very true. It's, we've got a five to six foot tree, and that's considered small. Uh, my mom, my <laughs> mom has. My yeah, that's the size of my tree too. Yeah, my mom has a, a three foot tree. Are you kidding? My Mine's mom... about two and a half. Yeah, same. My mom's got Mine's an eight most, foot tree, and that's that's a nice size. Two and a half tree, foot tree. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's wonderful. And uh, the Brits, Christmas goose. Of course. <laughs> Yep, I, I get a small Christmas small days. child. I throw money out the window, and small child runs and gets it from the butcher for me <laughs> on Christmas Day. And I invite all the poor people into the yeah. house. <laughs> Come yeah. hang out. His, his name Billy. Can you tell that kid to get off the street? Yeah, man. <laughs> it's mostly turkey because I think uh, back in when they wrote that. Uh, 
Charles Dickens was writing, goose was considered like the poor person's thing. No. And turkey was what only the very rich people had mm-hmm. because they weren't so plentiful. But now it's the other way around. Yeah. So that only tries. really rich people seem to get goose. <laughs> well, that's a very interesting. Fun Susan fact. Fun, fun <laughs> Susan holiday fact number four. <laughs> that's great. Am um, I the only one who does Christmas ham? I love oh, Christmas no, ham. That's... Well, ham. We do Christmas ham too. It's all we about the Christmas the ham. Yeah. Oh, pigs and blankets. Best. <laughs> pigs and blankets are awesome. Oh, no. the pigs and blankets. Oh, now, an international delicacy. Depending on where you are in the United States, pigs and blanket can mean several different things. What does a pig and blanket mean to you, Marcus? Uh, that's uh, sausage, small sausage with uh, bacon wrapped around it. Oh, see, that's different than what I would call a pig in a blanket. We do a small Vienna sausage with a croissant wrapped around it. Sometimes a little cheese to just tuck in there, too. Mm, that sounds good. Hello. I'd like both together. <laughs> and I've definitely heard a pig in a blanket also be um, a breakfast sausage with a pancake wrapped around that as well. Oh, my gosh. Which also sounds delicious. <laughs> I like the bacon idea. Devil on horseback, then. Yeah, yeah. The bacon, that's, the that's bacon idea. We should, we should combine just everything, just do a sausage, then wrap a little bacon around it, and then dip it all in a pancake and just call it a night. <laughs> bacon, <laughs> bacon makes everything better. So. Oh, God, yeah, I so love good. pancakes with bacon. Absolutely awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I think if there was an apocalypse, I'd miss bacon most. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why no irradiated pigs in Fallout? Mm-hmm. Huh? There could be. <laughs> there were in um, Fallout 1 and 2 Oh nice uh, What happened to the pigs? <laughs> yeah. They were regional They were in the Fallout 1 and 2 regional. Like, yeah. They were hunted to extinction yeah. 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 Always they, the way they were used Everyone to wanted to talk so much yeah. <laughs> Just like the squirrels <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Yeah You can still find the meat though <laughs> Some lizards. <laughs> I think they should do a fall out in Scotland so then you could hunt haggis. Hunt haggis, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh dear. Twenty foot tall haggis like, trying to attack you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm trying to envisage a twenty foot tall heart lungs in the middle of a huge <laughs> stomach walking. It's it completely what would happen. The little haggises in the shops would radiate and develop life forms of their own, and we'd have to hunt haggis. Don't they? Don't they irradiate slightly anyway? <laughs> hey guys, I'm really sad today because our really good buddy and co-host of the Fallout feed, Dennis, was not able to be with us. But he did send in a little bit of audio, so I'd, I'd like to uh, really quickly like to play Dennis's uh, Christmas letter to Santa Claus here. Oh, dear Santa, I'm writing to you again because my wife said if, that if I'm going to offer thanks to a higher power other than her, you were the last one on the approved list. I just wanted to drop you a note to say that the wasteland is still shit. Somehow, despite being deprived of your gifts, the raiders, rad roaches, and roamers still slaughter folks on a daily basis. I'm a bit depressed and put off by this. The only thing worse than the perpetual terror is the relentless tedium of day-to-day work. Fortunately, in your wisdom, you sent me an early Christmas present. That Pip-Boy you left still partially attached to that severed arm is quite top-notch. The smell is a bit gamey, but scavengers can't always be choosers. The radio beacon that transmits the ASA broadcast has been a wonderfully bright spot to my life this year. I often listen to the assembled voice 
voices broadcasting in him touched by their humor, compassion, and unyielding acceptance of others. I was going to talk in depth, Santa, but since you were kind enough to remind me in your last response to me, you need an editor. Point taken, Santa. So in closing, Santa, protect all the broadcasters, posters, and emailers. Give them great gifts and be sure to punish their enemies with your power fist. Thank you, Santa. Your humble servant, Dennis. P.S. There is a guy in my settlement with an ebony super sledge. He calls it Lydia. And when I walk by, he asks, Are you sworn to carry my burdens? When I tell him no, he says, Well, fuck off then. Please, Santa. <laughs> oh, Dennis. What would we do without you? Uh, thank you so much for submitting, Dennis. That's, that's great. Love to hear it. Very nice. Yeah. Hey, that I- makes me think about all the different things that probably happen in the wasteland around Christmas time. I imagine, you know, just how uh, super mutants have their own special decorations for trees. I imagine everyone has a different thing that they do, like uh, even the atom worshippers and so on and so forth. And I wonder if synths have synthmas instead of Christmas. (laughs) Put up those little metal trees. Do you reckon they have little robotic trees walking around yeah. with little blinking lights on them? Incredible. Why not? That sounds brilliant. I want that. Yeah, I want that too. Self-decorating trees. Yeah, you could uh, yeah. program a, a Roomba <laughs> to be a Christmas away on the right tree. time as well. Technology. <laughs> hey, um, you guys up in Wisconsin, I know that uh, you have lots of Northern European influences. I didn't know if that carried into Christmas traditions as well. Uh, Casey and Jeremy, do you guys ever like do the pickle in the Christmas tree or anything like that? Have you ever heard of that stuff? I've seen the Christmas deck, like the ornaments in the stores yeah. that are pickles, uh-huh. but I never really knew what they symbolized. Okay. I don't have any, no. I thought that was just the game my dirty uncle played. Oh, Jeremy. <laughs> Classic. Uh, do you guys have any uh, special Christmas traditions that sort of, you know, lie outside of the the normal American traditional Christmas? My family kind of treats it like Thanksgiving. We just get together, we watch football, and eat turkey. Oh, that's great. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, are gifts exchanged? Oh yeah, yeah. Christmas. We do the standard Christmas tree and everything. We do Christmas Eve, Christmas morning. I, I find that that answer flip-flops from family to family a lot. Mm. Uh, now that I'm married, I have two Christmases. We do one with one of our families on mm-hmm. Christmas, and then on the weekend, we'll go to the other family's house. Okay. Yeah, that, that actually tends to happen when yeah once you get married and stuff like that. You have to do two family Christmases and stuff. I've, We've started doing that the last few years, too. It, you know, it's nice. keeps the season nice and busy, though. You're traveling all over the damn Midwest yeah. and driving back and Lots forth of good food. Time. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, uh, Ham and turkey, traditional cranberry sauce, that sort of thing. Got a friend who Eat, yes. he, he thinks turkey is just a platform for the cranberry sauce. Really? <laughs> I tried... You can't actually taste turkey. Like. Mm. I love a good piece of turkey. Cranberry sauce. I thought I was going to get a special treat for cranberry sauce at Thanksgiving this year. I, Alton Brown is you know, one of those guys that I just really trust with almost anything I've ever cooked from one of his recipes. has just always been hands down delicious. And I made his cranberry sauce recipe this year, and it was terrible. Oh, man. <laughs> I hate cranberry sauce. It was not good at all. The only one I like is the one in the can that 
a lot still of, in the shape of the can when yeah, you take it out. A lot of people say that. That's like the jelly stuff is the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, I don't know that I've ever tried that. My mom always made it fresh. She makes it salad, though, cranberry salad, which is different than the sauce. But, you know, yeah, we use the time from the can, but we kind of jazz it up, you know, like we'll pour it out into a bowl and uh, add some spices and some maple syrup and kind of jazz it up. Oh, that does sound <laughs> add good. some uh, mandarin oranges. It's really good. Mm, well, fancy. Salad. That sounds delicious. <laughs> delicious. Makes uh, a cranberry delight. That's really good. What's cranberry delight? It's 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 more toward the salad end, but mm. it's sweet. Um, I can't describe it. <laughs> yeah, you people in the <laughs> south, you love the <laughs> south. Do you, do you melt marshmallows on top of it too, Lee? No, this is this is served cold. Served cold, mm. like revenge. Whoa! Memories mean things to different people. Memories of vengeance. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, Kyle was uh, hoping to join us as well, but also could not. So um, let's hear from Kyle to see what uh, he has to send us. I believe that he found an old holotape and a trunk in his attic, and he wanted to send that over to us to uh, give a listen. So let's take it. Let's take it here. Dear Santa. Hey, this is uh, Randall O'Donnell from Dirty Mike's Gang. So uh, Dirty Mike tells me that if I put my request for something for Christmas from you, the big guy, and put it on a holotape and give it to him, that he can personally deliver this to you. First, I thought he was full of shit, but then I remembered last year when Dante got that 200-year-old silver shroud toy with the gumshoe grip. Yeah, it was a nice toy. So, uh, leads me to believe, or be more inclined to believe, that you're real, and that he can contact you. So here we go. Uh, before I get started with my request, I'd just like to let you know, don't start with that, I'm too old for toys bullshit. I ain't asked you for shit for 31 years. Do me this solid, we'll call it even. Okay, so what I really want for Christmas is that uh, that little squirt gun they have over there at uh, Nuka World. Yeah, I could go over and find one or steal one myself, but Dirty Mike don't want us leaving Nahan till after the New Year. So that shit ain't gonna work. So, you know, you could you could get that for me, or I could break your fucking legs. <laughs> so I'd just like to thank you for your time. And, uh, yeah, and I hope to see you uh, on Christmas Eve. I'll catch your ass. And if not, just leave the toy. We'll be, you'll be all right. All right, Santa. Happy holidays, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Oh, God. <laughs> Precious and innocent letter. Gosh, we just don't get those anymore. <laughs> I think that really embodies yeah. the spirit of Christmas. <laughs> that was amazing. We we need to have him on our show. He needs to be a guest. <laughs> yeah, it's not really fair to play the voice actor's message in the middle. I oh, yeah. put him at Sorry, the I should have put him at the very end, right? Uh-huh. Um, live, live from the hunt. Say that again, Lee. Live from the hunt. Live from the hunt. Um, 
Yeah. I have no idea. Nahant, is that how you say it? I've always wondered. Nahant, that's how I always said it in my head. I have no idea. Nahant. Are you from up north, Lee? Uh, yes, I grew up 16 miles north of Boston. In a oh. So you grew up near Boston, but now you live in down in Georgia. Can you up his volume, Andrew? It's he's getting it's it's up pretty high. It's getting oh, uh, sorry. He has a little weird of a connection there. Well, I'm on the headset. Yeah. Well, oh no. Um, Lee, put um, the could, microphone in your mouth. Yeah, put the mic in your <laughs> mouth. Hey, uh, Lee, I wanted to ask you about some. Uh, what differences you see in Christmas between the North and the South, but uh, real quick, could we have you hop off and then log back in to see if we can get your connection a little stronger and then we'll check back in with you if that's cool. Sounds good. Okay. Thanks buddy. Hey, um, Marcus, I know that you're on a time crunch, so uh, uh, let's go ahead and uh, check in with your good buddy. Um, Are you okay with that? Yeah, carry on. All right. Uh, Marcus, I'm not sure how he got his hands on it, but has a, a special Christmas message from one of his best friends here. Dear fat human Santa, strong wants milk of human kindness. Strong will drink milk. Strong will have secret power of humans. If no milk, strong smash silly red Santa. Strong also wants puppy. Dog meat look good to eat, so puppy better. Eat in one go so human no see. Strong also like hammer for smashing. Strong like smashing puny human. <laughs> Strong not like all lights human puts up though. Too bright and trees silly. Strong no understand Christmas. But humans say strong must not hurt trees and lights. Humans no fun. Strong not hurt stuff. Just smash little. Strong make own holiday though. Smash mess. <laughs> Strong go practice smashing now. Bye. <laughs> Again, put it put something like that towards the end. Make all the other ones sound like shit. <laughs> Good job, Marcus. I did that in my car like earlier on. <laughs> Zero time to do anything to it because I wanted to edit it to make it sound a little bit more like strong, but once again, zero time to do anything. Sounded perfect (laughs) to me, buddy. It was quite good. Thank you. Very good, very good. Hey, uh, Lee. Yes, sir. Yeah, that sounds great, man. Awesome. Um, I was going to ask you, are there any uh, grand noticeable differences between North and South Christmas? (laughs) Celebration of well, celebration of the holidays in general. Do you see any um, Hanukkah celebrators down south? Oh yeah, I mean you know there's there's synagogues in every city, like just like there is any other Very big nice. city. You know, okay. um, the uh, <clears throat> I the best description I'd ever heard of the difference was uh, actually in a physics class I had when I lived in St. Petersburg, Florida, and uh, he described the spray on snow on the windows in the oh. south mm-hmm. melting in the heat <laughs> and running down the windows <laughs> so that's the main difference right there yeah the so, lack of cold so today it is in the 30s yeah oh wow that is pretty chilly for georgia i i always wondered how people in los angeles and miami like do they ever really get a, a legitimate true christmas feel 
But the kids who grew up there wouldn't know the difference. But if there's a poor kid who grew up in North Dakota and then moved to, you know, um, the, you know, California or something and like, you'd be like, it doesn't even feel like Christmas guys. No, no, no. You don't understand winter in North Dakota. (laughs) Everything not only gets covered, it freezes over as well. People have to put chains on their tires like so early and keep them on for so long and no one gets a day off. No one. Oh, yeah. Because they know how to drive in the snow. So no excuse. Whenever an employee gives them or an employer gives them a day off, then they just go to the mall instead. So no one gets any (laughs) snow days. That's hilarious. This child grew up in North Dakota for a little bit. Oh, you did? Great. Um, So talk about that. Were there any North Dakota uh, Christmas traditions? Or I don't want to assume Christmas, uh, whatever holidays your family uh, celebrated. Well, I grew up around uh, Grand Forks, um, and I was kind of out in the, I guess you could call it countryside, outside of Grand Forks. Um, so it, it was largely a Christian area, and it was pretty much Christmas trees, Christmas lights everywhere. But it is so windy and just cutting cold. I would say more traditionally, it was snowmobile season. Oh, nice. <laughs> that people would you know more easily get around on snowmobiles than you know bikes or walking yeah Yeah. no that's really funny you mentioned that because my 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 parents my and my in-laws live on um i forget what the actual term is the lee side or whatever of of uh lake michigan so they get just get you know feet of snow they don't measure snow in inches where they live yeah um, <laughs> so it's it's like they live on just the the eastern shore of lake michigan basically and so when they go when we go up there in the winter you're right like the parking lots are there there are no cars around people drive snowmobiles like they are their normal transportation to and from the store and to work and back and forth to the you know wherever they're going it's amazing that they just have parking lot everyone has a snowmobile and they all drive them it's incredible it's just easier it really is yeah the so the bookmakers gone. never put bets on whether you're going to get a white Christmas or not. Yeah. It's just going to happen. Oh, were... Every year they always have oh. bets in the UK. Is it going to be a white Christmas? <laughs> no, no, it's no, not. It's not. It's rain. All it does, rain. Drizzle. Yeah. Light drizzle. <laughs> I, thought you said... I have a question for Lee. Yeah. Yes, sir. Do uh, Down south there, do they uh, decorate the machine gun for Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I'm not. Uh, I'm not familiar with that tradition. Anyone has one, they do. <laughs> is is that a real tradition or something, Jeremy? I'm not. I'm not familiar with that. <laughs> no, it's from my mind about four minutes ago. Oh, okay. I think I'm referring to a picture that I posted on the uh, follow feed. Oh, the uh, the candy stripe with the candy cane uh, yeah. minigun. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Lee, you were. Um, interested in looking up some christmas mods or something weren't you isn't that uh, what you were yeah, I, sort uh, of looking into i uh, i figured there would be some and uh, it turns out uh, somebody else was showing them last year it, uh, someone mentioned but uh, the ones i found um i posted a document to, to andrew that uh there's one called uh Oh, well, wait a minute. I started off with one called Christmas Overhaul V1, which <laughs> is by Lag Switch Gaming Cassius. Um, and it adds uh, a light snowfall to the 
the uh, outland, outland, you know, the Boston area. That sounds and, fun. Oh, nice. And uh, um, in the feed, it, you can see the uh, the snow in that picture and the. Um, yeah, I saw that. That looks really cool. Gives it a little different look. It does. Makes me cold just looking at it. <laughs> but that's you know i can uh i can have a, a pair of cheap speakers and hear the rain and get cold so you know <laughs> it's uh anyway as as he, he mentioned he put a lot of uh different things into this one package and <clears throat> didn't list them so occasionally you come across something surprising like the uh i just posted a picture of uh strong's favorite christmas sledge which is of course a sledgehammer, not a sleigh, that uh, has a candy striped cane uh, handle on it. Oh, yeah. and, uh, and you come across uh, uh, army helmets are red and white. And, <laughs> and uh, I think it was the uh, dirty army uniform is, uh, it looks like a Santa Claus suit. Oh, <laughs> That's amazing. a good looking sledge there. Yeah. <laughs> well, isn't it, um... In Diamond City on Christmas Day, they like have little Christmas trees around yes, the city. They do. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. really cool. That's <laughs> nice. Do they also do Halloween in Diamond City? I was just going to say, is that the only holiday they celebrate? They might do Halloween as well. They do Halloween too. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen the Halloween decorations, but I was in Diamond City around that date and the guards were talking about Halloween. Oh really? That's awesome. I love it when they build stuff like that in. I don't know why. I find that super endearing. I think someone needs to spend a year in Diamond City to see what they do. <laughs> <laughs> that actually would be a fun... I mean, I wouldn't want to do it. Someone else can feel free. <laughs> but I, that, that'd, be a fun, that'd be a fun journal project. Someone to just to do a, a year in the life of Diamond City. <laughs> Around that, Challenge that market. administered fallout feed listeners. Do it, do it, do it. <laughs> yeah. Just to say, Andrew, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Done enough for you already. Oh, Marcus, I've got a, just a list of stuff you need to get to. You need to hurry up and get those kids grown up so you can have some more time to work on your fallout feed obligations. <laughs> to delete your Facebook account. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to put them to slave labor. It's fine. Oh yeah, that's fine. Yeah, you need to train them. That's it. And we need to just uh, increase the workforce. Is what needs to happen. I mean, that's why you have kids, right? Yeah, I right? me. Yeah, I had my kid because I got. I don't want to mow the lawn anymore. I just need to wait another seven or eight years, and he can do it himself. That's the boy farm. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that speaking of the boy farm. farm, guys, I loaded a character I haven't played in a very long time. It was the first character that I ever played through the whole storyline through in Fallout 4. And I was just playing the other day, and I decided, what the hell, I'm just going to pop it in and just start clearing off old quests that I've never finished. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up in the railroad, like doing a bunch of stuff there, like and tying up loose ends from a different, a bunch of different stuff. And then little Sean walks out from nowhere, and I'm just like, "Holy shit! How long have you been waiting around here?" <laughs> it's like it's been right, it's it's been Sorry. months. It's been months and months. Did he have a beard? He was grown up, pretty much. <laughs> the, yeah, it, it had been obviously years since. Uh, I'd <laughs> Poor kid. But then I sent him back to. Um, red rocket to live with us then i went back there and i haven't been back since and i realized there's like 28 
disgusting, horrible robots walking around this this property. <laughs> this is no place for a child. This is a horrible idea. <laughs> Hope I can send him somewhere else. But he's a robot child. He doesn't know that though. I, I was I was talking through all of his dialogue, and he was brainwashed at the last yeah. moment as he left to make you think that. Uh, oh, spoilers! Is it? It's been a year, right? <laughs> we it's have to been do this. A year. It's um, you're fine. You're fine. Father gives you a hollow tape with Sean, and uh, he gives you the hollow tape, and you listen to it, and it says that Father has brainwashed the child or erased his memory to say that you are his mother i'm playing a female so that you are his mother and he is a real i'm a real boy so it's, it's <laughs> actually they kind of play that Wait, is he a real boy like or is that a synth that's been proven? <laughs> i was gonna say that's even more are, are we ruining the game for <laughs> someone right now we're, we're totally ruining the game for someone right now <laughs> i think luke's behind <laughs> oh my I'm gosh crying, I'm, like. I'm so sorry <laughs> because like I just remember looking across the expanse and that big bomb goes off. And then I realized, oh, yeah, I've killed that kid. <laughs> oh, whoops. <laughs> it's a robot, but it was a robot kid. Robot. Yeah. Everyone who always says um, there's a drawback to Fallout 4 because they give you a direct uh, sort of mission to go to, to, to make haste and go save this child. And therefore, it cuts back on your instinct to just explore the game. I always feel really bad because I do not feel bad for exploring the game and ignoring that child. You have boy farms. So now I understand where the boy farms come from. Okay, this is your way. Hey, we got, we got lawns to mow around here. Really? Where's the grass? Where are you seeing grass? Oh, God. You know, somebody's got to... There is that annoying mod that adds about three foot deep grass everywhere with little tiny flowers, and you can't see anything after you kill stuff. You're like, where the fuck is that mule that I just killed? I thought the grass would be a good idea. It does make it pretty, but it's hard to find anything after you kill stuff. Yeah, that already happens to me anyway. I can't, uh, there are so many times, especially like when a settlement is attacked and I'm just trying to fight off everything. And I'm like, okay, now where did I send that motherfucker down? <laughs> where did you go? Him. It's, no. I don't know why, I just can't. <laughs> oh, man. I was never very good at hide and seek. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also had a, another uh, play-along participant, Ray, who's who has been a really nice participant. Um, we are hoping that Ray would be able to make the show, but also um, has uh, uh, sent in some audio for us to listen to. But, uh, thank you real quick. Yes, sir, go ahead. Are we at our limit for Hangout? Because no. it looks like Dennis is trying to get in. Uh, there should be a limit of 15. One, two, okay. three. All right, sorry. Or else he's just... I know. We do have 10, yeah. so I don't know if that is a, a limit thing or not. I don't know sorry to sense. interrupt. No, you're totally fine. And we were working on these. You saw one. that it was 10? I saw an article yesterday that said it was 15, so I had hopes, but okay. it might be 10. It, it could be 10. It could, I could have been reading, reading an old thing or something. Sorry. Uh, so uh, Ray checked in with us, so we'll, we'll go ahead and say hey to Ray. Hello, Fallout Feed. Ray here. Wishing everybody a Merry Christmas. I uh, hope all is well with everybody. Um, just uh, finishing up the house in uh, Jamaica Plain. And, uh, you know, wanted to uh, 
have all the uh, followers over to uh, enjoy a nice holiday. And uh, so we ran over to the parking garage uh, next to Fallon's department store and uh, picked up a Christmas tree. Yeah, I had to dodge the turret that was uh, sitting in front of it, but we managed to get around that, get the tree back to the house. Everybody's in quite the festive mood. Uh, you know, in typical fashion, we've got uh, um, Kate and Hancock in the living room doing jet. Everybody starts complaining. Got to break that up. We hear some uh, commotion in the back room. Go back and and Codsworth Curry. Oh my God! What are you guys doing? Ah, stop it! I didn't even know you guys could do that. For crying out loud, I'll never unsee that. Back out to the living room and strong. Stop eating the tree topper. For crying out loud. And. Uh, <laughs> Now we're out of whiskey because Longfellow just can't stop <laughs> drinking it. Anyway, if I survive this uh, Christmas, it'll be a miracle. I uh, hope everybody's having a good time, and we'll see you in the wasteland. Sounds like your basement, Andrew. Yeah, no kidding. Is it, was that supposed to be um, for... Where do you say Jamaica Plain? Where are, is there a cricket thing with Jamaica Plain that I'm not getting? <laughs> Maybe there was just a cricket in his house. No, there, there totally was in mine, and there, it, it was a thing for a long time. <laughs> then my wife sprayed poison everywhere, and killed poor Jiminy. <laughs> so uh, thanks for thanks for calling in, Ray. That's awesome. I always love hearing from Ray. Thanks a lot for uh, sending in awesome feedback all the time. It's it's great to hear from you, Ray. Um, let's see, Kara, were you going to say happy holidays, Merry Christmas? Was I going to say? I know. You just said you might have to take off, so <laughs> I was just going to say, um, thank you for joining us if you have to take off. Yeah, I've got to take off, and hopefully that means uh, Dennis can get on. Oh. Um. Oh, there you go. That's a thought. Uh, it is the holiday season, and I am free for a few that's, weeks. That's amazing. From my I'm, master's program. I'm so, <laughs> so I'm, I'm so to, happy. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to get in all the socializing I can. That's incredible. <laughs> I remember luck. I remember being in college and just how free you felt for that like three weeks or whatever they give you off for for Christmas break. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that's one well, thing. It was, yeah, it's one I'll thing you miss that. about being. I said that's just one thing you miss about being a student. I hated school, but geez, being a student was awesome with the the breaks and stuff like that. Yeah, I still have work for one more week before I'm off for vacation completely. Oh, so nice. I will have much more free time. Yes. Um, but it was really great uh, hanging out with you guys again and meeting everyone new, and hopefully, uh, I will be back again soon. Great. Happy holidays, Kara. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you, Kara. Bye. 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 All right, guys. Festive. Yeah. Festive. All right, so Kara's hopping off. Maybe uh, someone else will be hopping in. Uh, Possibly Dennis or... Yeah, I'm shooting the messages. Whoever hits that link first. (laughs) 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 Who knows? It could be a mad dash. Free for all. Free for all. Smash that joint button. Jeremy, where when is there a special point you would like me to play your audio submission? 
Whenever you have 11 minutes to kill, apparently. Oh, geez. Um, well, that sounds like an investment, Hope but we can do that whenever you want. I did not edit anything, man. I don't <laughs> well, even... I don't even, to blame then. I don't even listen to stuff before I play it live on the show. People <laughs> can just get away with anything on my watch. It's fine. Hey, Dennis is know? here. Oh, Dennis is joining on. Hey, what's going on, Dennis? Oh, man, I had to, like, wait at the door. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize like, there was a... I was, like, watching you guys eating all the cranberry and stuffing and talking to all the food. I'm, like, I'm knocking on the window. outside in the fucking snow going, let me in one day. You should have match, girl. You should have virtual to... dictates, ten people. Yeah, exactly. You should have gone to Susan's window. She would have tossed you a goose. <laughs> they hurt. See, we'll see. In the typical, a typical American fashion, I think a goose is like grab ass at the holiday party. So. Oh, <laughs> Susan's playing grab ass already. What kind of alcohol did they have down in, in Vault Ninety Seven? Oh, lots, I think. We, we have established gin, there's a lot of gin. Lots. So gin, much that's gin. right, yes. <laughs> lots of gin, a bit of champagne. Mm. She's got 200 years worth of stuff for herself, so for herself. She's, she's, she's fine. <laughs> <laughs> she's good to go. She's well, good. And the robots probably don't drink very much, do they? <laughs> no, exactly. That's it. It's just Susan <laughs> drinking all the gin. <laughs> well, the Westies, they serve champagne, but it's purely ceremonial. Like, you don't <laughs> yeah. drink yeah. Only, er, only during the Westies do we crack open those crates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. That's Once perfect. a year, does the Moe and uh, <laughs> Verve come out. That's perfect. <laughs> I've always wondered how Susan was the last left. Ah. They all disappeared in one gin. Well, sort of. You'll find out. It's kind of his. Uh, the season finale is. Well, we will oh, have nice. it before Christmas mm. Day. We will have it out, and uh, all will be revealed. So oh, yeah, nice. it's a big. It's a big one. It's uh, the Westies and a lot of revelations. Perfect. So, yeah. I was. I was going to ask if that was going to be ever revealed. That's awesome. I'm it sure. is. Yeah. Yeah. I think because we've got sort of different plans for how we're going to take mm. next season. We're going to have a lot more archive footage. So we've got more guests coming in to do their shows including my mother who's really keen to take part that's gonna be next season so we thought we had to get the why she's on her own thing out the way <laughs> that's very nice i've always wanted to bring my mother in on podcasting who doesn't know anything about video games or podcasting just to see what would happen <laughs> oh, yeah. mama's no idea what fallout is but she just thinks it sounds fun <laughs> yeah, great awesome she, she's going to do some voice acting for you? She is, yeah. She's going to be making mm. jam live for the show, I think, mm. is, uh, is her current plan. Radioactive really jam, because it's easier to find. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's, so, that's, that's really clever. That's incredible. Good night. You guys are so and you know creative over there. I love your guys' show. <laughs> Thank you. All right. We try. We try. It's good stuff. Um, so, Pat, I haven't heard you uh, chime in for a long time. Do you have any uh, special um, family christmas you know traditions from your childhood or your adulthood or, or what have you carried on what has been important from your childhood that you actually do these days so i uh, grew up in the south i uh, have been living in uh, uh the mid-atlantic of delaware pa for you know, geez, like 15 years now um so we yeah we didn't have any particularly interesting you know, traditions you know christmas morning i, I had a I had, grew up with a fairly big family so we would always do christmas at our at our at our place and then since we've moved further away we've we've always just kind of done more of a just our our immediate family christmas as opposed to like uh, traveling or anything we 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 didn't like traveling on uh holidays so we uh we um 
sort of merged our traditions a little bit. Like my wife's family, they would do big Christmas dinner on Christmas Eve and then do Christmas Day breakfast. So we started doing that. And um, so we, we, we typically have pretty pretty low-key Christmases because our, our, our daughter's adult now. So she's off at school and usually is home for Christmas. But uh, so it's, it's, it's pretty low key for us. We're, you know, we're, we're not super festive. <laughs> uh, she does not yet have like a, a family of her own, your daughter yet. C- correct. Okay. Yeah. She's, uh, she's in her second year of grad school at Michigan. Nice. What's she going for? Uh, biostatistics. Oh, <laughs> you know what that means apparently. Andrew. <laughs> Why don't you tell us, Jeremy? I said you do. Oh, oh, oh. I don't even know what that, those words mean. Maybe it just yeah, that, sounded that means, impressive. That means that she's smarter than you and me combined, Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> I, my dog's smarter than I am. Hey, but I don't know. He's out crapping in the snow. So yeah, that's fine. I was going to say, Jeremy was nice enough to post a, uh, a shit picture this morning of his dog. I was Which we never would have noticed if he hadn't pointed it out. Yeah. I, I had no idea. That, that could have looked like a little statue or a little gazing ball out in the backyard. <laughs> It's your dog taking the duke. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Andrew, Andrew was totally like, look at the snowman. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> Jeremy's like, look at my dog. He left you a present, Andrew. <laughs> oh, great. Um, so, Pat, do you have any sort of introduction you'd like to give to your audio? No, no. I think it's fairly self-explanatory. All right. Well, um, we will say ho, ho, ho from Pat. How Strong Stole Christmas by Dr. Sun. (laughs) Everyone in Diamond City liked Christmas a lot, but Strong, who lived just east of Diamond City, did not. Strong hated Christmas the whole Christmas season. Now please don't ask why. No one knows quite the reason. It could be his head wasn't screwed on just right. It could be, perhaps, that his shorts were too tight. But I think that the most likely reason of all may have been that his heart was two sizes too small. Whatever the reason, his heart or his shorts, he hated the residents and all of their sorts. Staring down from his cage with a sour, strongy frown at the warm-lighted windows below in their town, for he knew everyone down in the city beneath was busy now hanging a mistletoe wreath. And they're hanging their stockings, he snarled with a sneer. Tomorrow is Christmas, is practically here. Then he growled with his strong fingers nervously drumming, I must find some way to stop Christmas from coming. For tomorrow, he knew, all the city girls and boys would wake bright and early, they'd rush for their toys. And then, oh the noise, oh the noise, 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 there's one thing he hated, the noise, 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 noise. Then the kids, young and old, would sit down to a feast, and they'd feast, and they'd feast, and they'd feast, 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 feast. They would feast on Blamco mac and cheese and rare Brahmin beast, which was something that Strong couldn't stand in the least. And then they'd do something he liked least of all. Every child in the city, the tall and the small, would stand close together with Christmas bells ringing. They'd stand hand in hand and the kids would start singing. And they'd sing and they'd sing and they'd sing, 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 sing. And the more strong thought of this vile Christmasing, the more strong thought, I must stop this whole thing. Why, for too many years I put up with it now. I must stop this Christmas from coming. But how? Then he got an idea, an awful idea. Strong got a wonderful, awful idea. 
I know just what to do, Strong laughed in his throat, and he made a quick Santa Claus hat and a coat, and he chuckled and clucked, what a great mutant trick. With this coat and this hat, I look just like St. Nick. All I need is a reindeer, Strong looked around. But since reindeer are scarce, there was none to be found. Did that stop Mutant Strong? No, Old Strong simply said. If I can't find a reindeer, I'll make one instead. So he found a radstag, the kind that is glowing, and he shaved all its fur, so the glowing was showing. Then Strong loaded some sacks and some old empty bags on a rusty Rocket 69, and he hitched up that radstag. Then Strong <laughs> said, get up, and the rocket shot down toward the homes where the kids lay a snooze in their town. All the windows were dark, quiet snow filled the air, all the kids were all dreaming sweet dreams without care. When he came to the first little house on the square, this is stop number one, the old strongy claws hissed, and he climbed to the roof, empty bags in his fist. Then he slid down the chimney and had one tight pause, but if Santa could do it, then so could strong claws. He got stuck only once for a moment or two, then he stuck his head out of the fireplace flue. With the little kid's stockings all hung in a row, these stockings he grinned are the first things to go. Then he slithered and slunk with a smile most unpleasant, round the whole room and he took every present. Pipe guns, beakers, wooden blocks, in and S, duct tape, hot plates, hallucinogen gas. He stuffed them in bags, then strong very nimbly, stuffed all the bags one by one up the chimney. Then he slunk to the icebox. He took the whole feast. He took all the Blamco. He took Brahmin meat. Then he stuffed all the food up the chimney with glee. And now, grinned old Strong, I will stuff up the tree. And Strong grabbed the tree and he started to shove when he heard a small sound like the coo of a dove. He turned around fast and he saw a strange sight. Little Natalie Wright, all ready to fight. Strong had been caught by this girl, very cute, <laughs> who'd got out of a bed for a bite of moot fruit. She stared at Old Strong and said, Santa Claus, why? Why are you taking our Christmas tree? Why? But you know that fake Claus was so big and so strong, he knew what to do. And it didn't take long. He bit off little Nat's head, and it took just one bite, and he wasn't too bothered by this most horrid sight. And then Strong went back to his cage, and he had a very nice and quiet place. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. You know, I, I really, I really think you, I think you really beat out when Jesse Jackson read Green Eggs and Ham on SNL. Excellent. Perfection. I, I should have played that last. <laughs> what am I thinking? Oh man, that's great. Hey Pat, maybe next time you and I should go uh, have some something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We uh, we actually coordinated. We could actually do something actually probably pretty good. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> Might be dangerous if you're both driving, though. <laughs> Opposite sides of the road, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, no, we're both heading the same way. <laughs> Goodness. Well, now, how do you follow that? 
<laughs> Trying to load a song. Yeah, yeah, it's in the podcast. This one, it was already free <laughs> mic dropping. <laughs> He's been practicing the mic drop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could talk about the four stages Uh, Gary, the producer's Ooh. crappy Ooh. rock band. I would say, is he happy now? Gary. <laughs> Are you happy now, Gary? <laughs> Andrew, I know it's not, on that. <laughs> it's not Fallout related, but uh, what is what is Moe's favorite toy at this point? Um, well, he likes to carry around. I have, from the mid-80s, some WWF uh, rubber about 12 inch 40 <laughs> no, not wd-40 uh, some some about 12 inch tall or nine inch mm-hmm. tall rubber wrestler figures that i used to have mm-hmm. he loves carrying those guys around um see if it was wd-40 it'd be a very slick toy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would never creep yeah, definitely. <laughs> smooth as mo's boy farm yeah chris Moe's not part of the boy farm. <laughs> Which uh, wrestler is it? Or is it just a generic? Um, he has Corporal Kirshner. We were just playing with in the bath today. He, we also have Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant. We have Junkyard Dog, whose foot was ironically eaten off by a dog at one point. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and um, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I I think I'm wrong about that. Hillbilly Jim is that? Was that one of them? I think Hillbilly Jim. 
I can't Billy Jim was probably pre Hacksaw Jim Dunnigan. You could say anything and <laughs> I, I, probably make it. Believable. I can't remember Billy which it is. Jim is Lee's neighbor. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, great. Um, so, Jeremy, let's go ahead and get into your Christmas card. Um, oh, boy. And then um, in a minute we'll check in with Dennis, see if his family has any interesting Christmas traditions. Holy crap! It's cold out here. I, I, I gotta find. I gotta find some shelter. This is. Uh, it, this is ridiculous. What? Mm. Thought those radiation storms were bad. Holy shit! This is. Ugh. All right. Hopefully these trees will, will block a little bit of, of that wind while I look for some shelter. Man, I tell you, been wandering the wasteland here, and it doesn't get green. It does get cold. Holy crap! This uh, this storm blowing through is really something. But ah, who would have thought all the all the scavenging, all that through the fall, well spring summer fall it all looked the fucking same here it's depressing we we did get a season change so i've got to be somewhat happy with that it's not uh <laughs> i don't know we're not getting radiation storms blowing through but i, I tell you it's uh this is something <laughs> new i haven't seen this since uh before the bombs fell, before going in the Vault 111. This is, uh... This is really something else. I really, uh... Gotta find some shelter. I've gotta leave a letter for the family. I mean, it, it's it's Christmas. I need to, uh... Try and get some correspondence back to them, so... Uh, let's, uh, let's wander around here a little bit more. Now that we're getting past these trees... Well, it's not too bad. Hopefully it doesn't whip up again here soon. Oh. It... I'd like to head over towards Corvega, but... Between the... That monster I saw over outside of Super Duper Mart... I'd call that thing a behemoth, if anything. Man, that thing was wicked. Um... Then there's all those ghouls inside the store. And then there's the raiders that I took care of over at Corvega. But if I'm gone for too long, they just they repopulate. Oh, jeez, here comes the wind again. They repopulate, and it's or their new ones move in, and it's just. I don't. It there. It's times like these where I'm glad I that the family is not with me. I, I'm not glad I don't have them here. I'm just glad they don't have to deal with <coughs> with the depressing cold and the bleak and barren wasteland and it's uh, Commonwealth. It's uh, it's it's 
hole is what it fucking is. Hey, oh, is, it, is that, is that, I think, I think there's a structure up ahead. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hustle over to that. I, hopefully I can get a little bit of warmth and, uh, get a letter to the, to the family. I don't know how to get it to them. <laughs> Here's a little line of trees here. Knock that wind down a little bit. I don't know how the family is ever going to see this letter. I hope they do. Uh, I miss them. I miss them a ton, but it's almost better, like I said, that they're not here sometimes. So, yeah, here we go. Uh, Of course it's got no fucking door on it, but we'll make do protection on three sides is better than no protection at all so that uh, that's really going to cut down on the wind still whip around a little bit but it should be a little bit better all right so luckily i uh found a super mutant that had a, a pencil don't know why he would have a pencil and uh <laughs> Found some old newspapers here that I I can make do with. I've got some tricks trying to get some of the some of the writing off. So let's uh, let's try and get myself in a, a Christmassy mood. Besides looking out the window and looking at the snow, and think about what I'll write to the family. All right, so I'm gonna. Uh, Oh, caught a break in the weather. Jeez, that's spoke too soon. Well, let's uh, think about some of the music from my early, my young days before the war, before the bombs fell, before getting sent to that vault and frozen. Uh, There's a good one. Some of those songs you just never forget and it's a it's a beautiful thing all right let's uh let's start writing here to the family dear tina i miss you and the boys more than you'll ever know what used to be the the land that we called our home has been decimated by the the bombs it's bleak three quarters of the year and now we've hit winter it's uh it's pretty brutal i i thought it was bad before but i've seen a lot of things i've had to do a lot of things i'm not proud of but i've survived and and i'm the most proud of that and I survive for you and the boys. The hope that one day we'll be reunited. Let little uh, Andrew know that I, I made it over to Diamond City. Well, that's what I call it. Uh, it used to be where we would go with the boys to watch watch the baseball games. Um, 
now now it's a little city inside the field it's a bunch of shacks and vendors and a noodle noodle shop and it's uh it celebrates christmas it's one of the few places i've seen that has christmas lights up and decorates for the holidays so i I particularly enjoy being in diamond city Um, again i i deeply miss the time we spend together throughout the commonwealth going up to salem to the witchcraft museum going down to concord just everything we did in in the city it's uh it's not the same it's a dangerous dangerous place and it's Part of me is glad that you guys aren't here with me to see the things and do the things that I've done. The hideous things I've seen down in the glowing sea. That's, oof. Death claws, super mutants, behemoths. The bugs. Oh, you know how I hate the fucking bugs. Oh, <laughs> Tina, the bugs. Oh, the sting wings and the rad roaches and the bloat flies so disgusting and the the rad scorpions yeah they're not a bug they're definitely an animal at this point it's you can ride those damn things anyways to get back to more cheery happy times <laughs> i've been finding pieces of the giddy up buttercup that michael has been asking for for years uh, I think all I need now is the is the head and we'll have all the pieces um, and for Andrew well I found that doll he always wanted <laughs> that boy was never right was he but I love him the same I miss him both and you every day I miss your split pea soup now it's just noodles and bug meat and it's, it's not a great way to live but yeah. I'm living and that's what's important and I'm fighting to find you guys every day and hopefully by some miracle this by some Christmas miracle this letter finds you before I well hopefully I find you before the letter but Hopefully the letter finds its way to you and little Andrew and little or Michael. <laughs> Just little let Mike. the boys know I love them. Know that I love you and I miss you guys every day, but we, we will be reunited soon. I've got a few leads on finding the family again, so hopefully we'll meet again soon. Until then, I love you and... Have a very Merry Christmas. That is so sweet. Tell the boys I miss them. That Jeremy, that's touching. Thank you so much. I you you named your children after <laughs> me and Michael. That's a little just random. <laughs> oh, okay. Great. Completely. <laughs> uh that's great. Thank you so much, Jeremy, for joining us today and uh your your kind audio submission. Um I do just have a couple more songs to play and one last audio submission from me. Um, but, uh, Pat, did we have a couple of emails that we wanted to get through today? Yeah, 
you want to do the uh, holiday one or the non-holiday one first? Let's let's do the holiday one. Uh, we might. I see. I have no idea when we're planning on recording the next show. Well, this uh, the, the the non-holiday one's pretty timeless, so we could uh, we could definitely get back to it. Uh, okay, we so can get back to it. Uh, that sounds good. Enough. So, All yeah, right, so, so let's me, stick I'll to the holiday it, material. I'll mark it uh, cool. unread, and we'll uh, stick with the holiday theme. And Michelle, I don't know if he actually figured out his um, microphone. Um, we have your um, your email as well. We could uh, hop into that um, here in a little bit as well. You, you're welcome to read it yourself. If uh, we can get your audio, but if not, yeah, it looks like he. I believe he's given up on his audio issues. Ooh, ooh. All right, sounds good. All right, so since uh, Michelle's been such a trooper trying to hang in, why don't I read his? Uh, Great. Read re- Michelle's holiday-themed uh, uh, submission here. And thanks for hanging out, uh, Michelle. It's been great. All right, so uh, Michelle. Uh, so this is from Michelle. It's a it's a, an in character uh, letter here. It's a, it begins, uh, "Dear Nate, that sounds so surreal." As I was cleaning my room yesterday here in my luxurious house on Spectacle Island, I stumbled upon my wedding ring. It has been almost 10 years since I've lost you, but for a few minutes I was back in our home in Sanctuary Hills before the... I saw your face in the mirror as you were practicing for your speech. I heard Sean crying. I remember the dinner we had with the Myers. I heard Codsworth asking us to come, and I shook myself out of those memories. That, that, that's all over now. Life has been rough cruel i've seen so many dead many of those i didn't care for or even was happy to see gone for good but many who i knew well who are my friends and sean the things he has done you wouldn't believe but he also is dead now and to be honest i have to be i have to say i'm glad that he is i've fought a lot killed many saved a few i've helped settlers build and prove and defend their settlement i've I've traveled more than i would have thought possible and I've eaten things I would not have given to a dog in my previous life. I've seen beautiful vistas, heartbreaking sunsets, but so much desolation, destruction, madness. But that's all over now for me. I've quit that life for good. <laughs> About four years ago, I met Mara, a very special woman who became my companion. She saved my life many times, and I've done the same for her. We've shared many adventures, and we've gotten closer over time. She is now my companion for life. I even gave her your ring as a testament of my love. We have seven kids, all orphans we have saved and brought here on our island. My favorite is Brianna. That girl is so bright and so cheerful. She was almost dead when, she, when we found her, but she's recovered so well she sees with us. I love to hear her answer when someone asks her why she looks so happy all the time. I was dead when Jennifer and Mara found me. Now I have everything I need. Food, shelter, safety, friends. How could I not be happy with all that? She is truly in charge of the farm, although Cassie, a woman who came here by herself a year ago, thinks she is the boss. There are no males in the island, and that's a personal choice. I've, I've given hope hope on seeing that better world we were supposed to help build. Everything is just getting worse. There are more and more bandits, evil creatures, destruction. Rarely do I see settlers who are happy or even hopeful. And I understand because their conditions have not really gotten much better despite all our efforts. So I've decided we will not help putting more kids in that world. We will do our best to keep the island a safe place for our kids and the other women who live with us, and that's my only goal from now on. Brianna is calling me. By the tone of her voice, I guess the catcher, one of our cats, has given birth again. Dogmeat will be happy. He loves playing with the kitties, and he's a ferocious protector. That's a nice gift for Christmas. I do hope that the girls will like the small presents we prepared for them and the special meal, too. I have to admit that life is not so bad here. Let's hope it stays that way for as long as possible. Very nice letter, Michelle. Thank you so much. Uh, 
hearing from Jennifer. Mm, uh, we've heard a lot nice. from Jennifer's adventures over on the Facebook page and uh, really nice hearing that, uh, that holiday, uh, holiday memory and, and, and look ahead from her. Yes, I quite enjoyed that email. That was nice. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you so much, Michelle, for uh, all of your submissions to everything for the show. All along, you've always been uh, very nice about chiming in and sending stuff in. And happy holidays, sir. It's it's been great to get to know you. So, uh, thanks for being part of our group. It's been nice. Do you think that Sean, like father, would be like Wasteland Father Christmas? With <laughs> yeah, it could be a little little Cynthia Claus. Uh-huh. Too skinny. <laughs> he used to put on a big fat suit. Do they have a synth fat suit? I think he would be like Wasteland Santa, except he would be like um, like the anti-Santa, you know? He would just come and, and steal your family members and replace them with sins. Replaces the naughty members with nice. That's right. Exactly. Yeah, that's... I don't know, what's the, what's the robot that makes beer? Because I think that's probably the best Santa, Santa-like yeah, robot yeah, I actually would need, best. to be honest. Yeah. The, the buddy. <laughs> yeah just just him he'd be the best santa yeah yeah buddy's awesome everybody loves buddy i i recruit him in every playthrough and never send him home because i like having him around (laughs) pet pet quest p that that should end the quest if you decide to keep him you should not keep getting a nag to send him back exactly uh, (laughs) that infinite open quest just drives me nuts hate those hate uh, those it's nice to always have a guy who who will always tell a bad joke and give you a, a fresh, cold, ice cold beer around? You know what I mean? That's, yeah, I actually like his jokes as much as the beer. Yeah, it's, it's good to know those guys. Friendship is, really. <laughs> That's all friendship is. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. Um, did uh, did you have to get going, Casey? Yes, yeah. I got to get going. I just wanted to say happy holidays to everyone. Yeah, great, Casey. Uh, congratulations and... on the new house and everything. That's that's yeah, so wonderful. Thanks for swinging yeah, absolutely. By. Thank you. Very uh, great to hear from you. I just want to say that my favorite part of my Santa playthrough walkthrough was finding the super mutant uh, Christmas tree with the severed head on top. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Do you recall the location? That was my third character, like 200 hours into the game, and you're still finding things you've never seen before. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Yep. So festive. Yep. <laughs> that's great. Well, thanks so much, Casey, for hopping on. Happy holidays, and we hope to see you on the show real soon. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. Bye, everybody. Yeah, Take care, bye. Casey. Take care, bye. Casey. Bye, bye. Take care. Bye.
That's a banger. Bang, bang it out. That's good. Gary and his crappy rock band always got to be playing dumb songs all the time. <laughs> can you ask Gary where we can uh, buy that album? Um, that song was on a Christmas compilation put out by a tiny independent record label in Indianapolis like ten years ago, and they don't exist. So I don't know. <laughs> the, the, the record That's label doesn't truly... exist anymore. So who knows? I, I'll be I'll be glad to send the MP3 to anyone who wants it. Uh, the Fallout mm-hmm. feed at gmail dot com. I'll send you that that, that song. It's very festive. Or or the uh, the one I played before that too. I can send you any of those songs. About Star Wars underwear. Or Gary will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely indie cred. It's like yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just so cool. <laughs> That's uh. I need to see. I'm pretty sure, but I need to dig back through the uh, the old archives, and I, I bet you I can find a uh, 1940s Americana sort of style song that uh, maybe Susan might have to stumble nice. upon at one point. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> she'd love to. <laughs> Actually, I might we have found to these read readers it. in the wasteland. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we have to head off, guys. Oh, yeah, great! It was sadly. so awesome to talk to you guys. Oh, thanks for hanging out. Yeah. No, we've had a really great time. Thank you so much for inviting us. It's been really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for playing our stuff. Christmas chat. Yeah. Right. So, so the Westies will be uh, coming to our uh, podcast feeds in the next couple of weeks? Is that yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. It will be up before Christmas. It might be close to Christmas, but mm. that just makes it a better present for everyone. That's right. It was something so, to look forward to. Yeah, so that's um, that's definitely going to be out. And um, yeah, if anyone actually ever wants to submit music to us because of where we're taking it next season, we are quite keen to have people. If they it doesn't really matter what style, but if you are into the whole sort of forties, fifties Americana stuff or things, just if you are out there and you are budding musician, fancy just giving us something to submit, we'll probably play it because yeah, <laughs> we like it. We want to have new stuff in our show. So if anyone wants to take part, if anyone's like voice actors or anything like that, just yeah. Drop us, a, drop us an email. We're on westportradio at gmail.com. So just all on the Twitter, just let us know. Oh, and that's we'll, incredible. Uh, chat to you. So, um, yeah. You, you better be <laughs> careful. Guys. You're going to have Yeah, everyone... thanks so much for having us. Yeah, right, <laughs> thanks for coming by. Yeah. Yeah, enjoy, enjoy playing the Christmas song that Luke sings, and it's really good. So he's <laughs> yeah. embarrassed, but it's really good. So we're, uh, play it. <laughs> we're, we're, on your way out, we're playing you the, uh, the song. Again, if anyone wants... Um, the Christmas Chestnut song, uh, sung by uh, Mr. Wigglesworth. No, sung by Luke, of course. Uh, please contact us. Uh, we'll, I don't know. Do you guys sell this song? Should I not send this song out? I think they're already gone. Oh, yeah, okay. I dropped. That's fine. Uh, well, you can contact them, and they'll send you the song if you'd like. But uh, I really like it. We're playing it. Uh, they're so, such a crea- they're such a creative tandem. It's so awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the production values on that show are so good. Yeah, incredible. <laughs> mm. Dennis, can you unmute yourself? <laughs> I was just going to ask that. Does Dennis know he's muted? Yeah. I muted him a little bit ago because there was a little banging. But, uh, oh, it is Mr. Wigglesworth. Keep going. I'm going to turn off all your communication subroutines. This is my show. Thank you. <laughs> so, Andrew. Yes, Jeremy. As a child, yes, how did you guys celebrate Christmas? What did you have as Christmas traditions? Holiday well, traditions. Um, 
the song that I played earlier is basically uh, a description of my Christmas experiences as a child. Uh, we would all I heard was boys in their underwear. Boys in their underwear, yeah. of course. That's, uh, that's not right. That's all I picked up too was the Star Wars <laughs> underwear. All right, I'm glad I'm the, not the um, only one. Well, Christmas Eve was generally spent uh, at least through midday on at my grandmother's house where we would um, gather with my mother's side of the family. Um, Mm -hmm. And that was in Portland, Indiana, not too far away from where I grew up in Winchester. Um, Then we would uh, go to my grandmother's church in Portland for the evening service with a, a candlelight vigil with a silent night, the classic organ chorus singing hallelujah that that sort of stuff i really enjoyed the christmas music aspect of do you um, still go to church um me no not regularly but my we we enjoy um a christmas service every once in a while i actually haven't been to a christmas service in a couple years now either but um the then we would exchange presents with uh, that side of the family, the adults would do sort of a one-on-one Secret Santa sort of gift exchange with each other, and each adult sort of gave the kids each like a small little present, so you know the kids all had a little things to unwrap. Um, then we would go home uh, and do Christmas morning with just my mom and dad and my brother at home, which was more... They would do like one big present and then a, a bunch of small presents. Uh, memorable things throughout the years are Castle Grey Skull my brother would get and I would get um, <laughs> the Skeletor version, whatever his version was. Those were really fun. So, but, if uh, I say mask, does that mean anything? Hell yeah, you? dude. Um, the the little guys with the masks and the cars that would do weird shit. Yeah, I, I had a bunch of those little vehicles. Hell yes. The, the cartoon I didn't watch as much as i've just played with the toys the cartoons were just basically commercials for the toys anyway so who cared mm-hmm. I, I just played with the toys but yeah the, oh, i, I played with awesome. yeah and not enough people know about mask yeah, mask was awesome voltron he-man um mm-hmm. that that sort of stuff classic toys teenage mutant ninja turtles later toys? later on yeah voltron is, you have is all the lions? awesome uh, yeah, I used to with the red lions with the head that would shoot off. We actually have the red lion head floating around here somewhere because we're bringing over old toys from my childhood. And somehow mm-hmm. the red lion head was floating around in one of the Duplo blocks bin. So Mo now has the Voltron red shooting lion head in his toy mm-hmm. collection. So Nice. Um, Does then... Mask mean anything to anybody else here? Oh, yeah, I've heard of him. My kids played with him. Shaleen? Nice. Nope. Not, not I either. Um, after Christmas morning, you know, we'd exchange presents. There, my mom would always have a fresh orange pecan roll. She would make these pecan rolls with an orange glaze on that. It was really delicious. Then we would have those for breakfast. Uh, um, open some presents from Santa Claus stockings. My parents would go all out. Do the. My dad had a a deer hoof that was you know some sort of taxidermy thing. That he would go out in the front yard and make freaking hoof prints in the snow and in the mud around the. <laughs> um, they 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 laid out weird but nice. They laid out carrots and they would let the dog gnaw on the carrots to make so it wouldn't look like a person had chewed on it, but an actual animal had chewed on it. Um, we laid out cookies for great eyesight. Yeah, great eyesight for the dog once a year. Now the dog will always love carrots. So much. Yeah. <laughs> now my parents went all out, and I, I, as a result, am a Christmas nut these days. You know, still like, I still believe in Santa Claus more than most, you know, physical real things in my life. So, 
But uh, you know, my my dad and mom would would go all out, leave leave cookies for Santa, milk, the whole thing. My mom would make Christmas candy herself. We would make toffee and fudge, and turtles and all sorts peanut of brittle? peanut brittle. Um, she would oh, make cashew. She didn't brittle. she didn't like peanuts, so we'd make cashew brittle. So oh, you know, even special. better, wow. yeah, nice. even better. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. We'd do like multi nut brittle, any kind. Yeah. <laughs> so jealous. That's good stuff. But, uh, you know, then back uh, up to Portland in the afternoon on Christmas to my mother's sister's house. Same side of the family, but just a different location in the same town. And then we just sort of like hang out the rest of the day. And it was more low-key, less dressed up. We would sort of wear nicer clothes on Christmas Eve and you'd do the whole mm-hmm. church thing. On Christmas Day, it was you wear your PJs that you had gotten uh, on Christmas Eve as a gift. And then wear those sort of mm-hmm. all day and be cozy all day. So, you know, did is that um, way out of touch with most people's experience, or that seems sort of classic to me? Very classic. Yeah, yeah. so that lines nice. up with me. What about you, Shaleen? What did you uh, do as a kid? Uh, very similar, actually. Very similar. Um, we would all get together on on Christmas Eve night, and sometimes we would open some of the presents on Christmas Eve, and. Uh, we would have usually a new pair of PJs that would be a gift, you know, that we would go to bed in on Christmas Eve. And uh, if there were any video game gifts, we would usually get those on Christmas Eve too. So Christmas is sort of linked with video games in my memory. Like uh, we would get the Nintendo, you know, on uh, Christmas Eve and that would like keep us calm (laughs) through the holiday. (laughs) So mom would have time to cook and, you know, dad would have time to go split wood and everything they needed to do. And uh, me and my brother would shut up and and play duck hunt or whatever. (laughs) Nice. There's I, you, you, you say that and that totally brings up the incredible connection between video games and Christmas. They're like, Many huge games have their release date right before Christmas so that it's there's hype and stuff and it can always be a gift and they they manipulate us into that now. And I'm sure they knew what they were doing back in the eighties too when we were children and I just didn't see it yet, but it was it was such a fucking huge deal video games around Christmas time. You you bring that is an amazing point. Well, you know, and like Um, now I feel like there's a lot more disposable income for video games and certainly video games are cheaper now in comparison than they ever were when we were very young. Um, so if you were going to get any games, it was for Christmas or it was for birthday, you know, you weren't getting just games throughout the year. Um, so to me, Christmas is totally linked with video games forever. I remember the year I got my own Game Boy, uh, was like the best year ever, (laughs) Uh, because I had been playing my brother's old Game Boy and the screen was so scratched yeah. you could barely see the sprites <laughs> on the screen. And what was your game of choice? Um, I really liked Super Mario Land and nice. I was a Tetris fanatic. I played yeah. so much Tetris. Did you and have- everybody in my family loved Tetris and we had some link cables oh, and we wow. would have Tetris yeah. tournaments. We would draw up a bracket. Yeah. That's awesome. That's amazing. And yeah, I remember my... my dad was totally unbeatable at Tetris. That he was like amazing. a savant at Tetris, just unbeatable. Really my mom like commandeered a Game Boy just to play Tetris nonstop. Your mom? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's yeah. good at Tetris. She, uh, That's crazy. She had that Game Boy in her drawer for, 
we may have found it even after she she passed that it was always right near her. She and she was pumping batteries into that fucking thing. <laughs> That's awesome, man. She probably spent thousands of dollars on I batteries. I didn't even came from a gamer mom. That's great. Yeah, they burn through batteries so fast. Oh, yeah. I remember if you wanted to get to the end of Super Mario Land, like you would have to start with fresh batteries because by like World 7, your batteries would go. <laughs> so I remember like, okay, today's the day. You know, I'm going to put fresh batteries. <laughs> and I remember one day my brother was going for the end. He was going to beat it. You know, he was going to beat Super Mario Land. And he had made it to like World 7 with the little jumping forest things. And uh, Oh, man. He had paused his Game Boy and set it down, and my mom saw it and thought, oh, he left his Game Boy on. Oh, you know? no. Oh, no. And she shuts oh, it no. off. Oh. We never had enough batteries. No. Oh, my God. And he no. was just devastated. I'll never forget oh. that. Wow. Utterly destroyed. Just like, no, Mom. Yeah. <sighs> Tragedy. And that's how she threw her Game Boy from. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did you have that annoying accessory with the light that you had to attach across the front of it and that would sort of cast a, a really weak, dim light that only kind of half helped? Mm-hmm. I, I love that. Um, I actually had like a jury-rigged book light that oh, I would jam in the, in the side of the thing. That's brilliant. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, do you have any, that- let's say your best game uh, memory for Christmas? Ever, can can everyone think of something like that? I, I let me see. Yeah, mine would probably be be uh, Sega Genesis was a really big one. I don't remember quite exactly which year it was, but it was probably two or three years after it, you know, officially came out when it dropped in in price for the big push in Christmas sales. But that year that that Sega Genesis dropped in price for a mass release was a was a big big year for me. I really enjoyed that. That's great. I'm trying to think. We used to get, I know one year they bought us each like a 13-inch TV. Oh, buddy. Nice. Yeah. That's back pretty in impressive. The, probably, probably late 80s. We each got like a 13-inch TV. My brother had the Super or uh, Sega Genesis. I had the NES. Oh, man. It, you would basically get... I can't believe you had both in one house. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's amazing. One year we both got the the Game Boys, and then one year we got... Like, we'd both get Madden, you know, <laughs> so we'd be able to play it on both systems and stuff. It was, As every parent... year they would give us some kind of game. Yeah, That's amazing. And does any one particular stand out? You, you and your sibling just would crash against each other to go play. Except for you had your own system, so who cares? Jeez. I think the Game Boy was probably the best because it was just you. Know, we'd play Tetris, then we'd play Tetris against each other. So, and you'd link it up with a cable that Shalene had mentioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. Doctor Mario was more our competitor game when we would link up the game boys but i never owned a game boy that was always when the neighbor boys would get together and link theirs up and would be nice enough to let my brother and you know we would drool over the side be like oh look at them they're playing with those nice nice toys that we wish we could play with too (laughs) you know wringing our hands like Gollum in the corner and then eventually they would let us play and you know it was amazing but it was always dr mario that everyone in our neighborhood liked playing against each other 
Yeah, man. Good memories. Pat, do you have any uh, gaming Christmas gaming memories? No, you 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 you're, you're forgetting the age different, Andrew. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. My game memory is like you know, Stratego and Monopoly no, that's, and like board that's, games. That's yeah. totally fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, so, so what no, sort of games? Was, uh, what sort of games were you playing uh, as a child at Christmas time? Oh yeah, we uh, uh, Monopoly. You know, classic board games: Monopoly, Stratego. Mm-hmm. Stratego I remember getting great. Stratego. I don't. It, it might have been birthday or it might have been Christmas because my birthday is close to Christmas. So, uh, what year did uh, Atari come out as a mass-produced thing? Seventy uh, something. Seventy something. Okay. Now, yeah, because uh, there were there were guys in college that had had Ataris. I remember Victor saying he um, gathering yeah. consoles and was like playing with his kids but he would also play a good deal himself so that was always, yeah, I, always I never i never had uh the first i mean I, I never had a console until i was an adult i guess was it in 64 oh nice i think in 64 might have been the first console that's a that, great that console I, that I no it was a good it was a good platform so you were a, a pc gamer growing up then no, there was no, no computers growing up. <laughs> no, <laughs> Literally, I mean, I mean, none. I'm not like not like growing up, but uh, before you got a console as an adult. Where I mean, Victor said he was like uh, sort of computer gaming. Yeah, so since I, the I late had a 70s. I had an Apple IIe in college, mm, nice. and what, one of the guys in my dorm was uh, was a uh, he was actually not a big personal hacker, but he was uh, connected with hackers. Oh goodness! So he would. Um, he had a, he gave me all sorts of uh, hacked things like Ultima and Ooh. the uh, Infocom games that were you know, the text games that were really big at the time. That's awesome. Yeah. So so actually, that, that's a funny funny story. Uh, there was a uh, he had a lot of a lot of different pirated games, and he would just like get these from friends. This was even pre BBS, so he would just you know, trade discs with people. And he was trying to fire up one particular game that was a um, I don't even remember the game, but it was like a a space a space game. So you're, 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 you're in a rocket and you, you're, you're just, you literally started the game, uh, by, uh, by taking, taking off in a rocket ship. And uh, he was trying to boot this thing up and he, it wouldn't boot because he was getting this error message. And it was saying like in the game, uh, launch terminated due to pirate activity. Oh no. And, and he kept going and, and he, he, he ultimately realized it was literally because the game knew that it was pirated. So it was like copy protection. It wasn't in-game pirated activity. It, it, realized it, was, it realized it was failing some That's sort of copy really protection funny. check or something. And so they, oh, wow. uh, yeah, so gamer humor yeah, it goes, <laughs> goes way back. That's really cute. I like that story. That's fun. Yeah. I didn't have an Atari 2600 in college. Yeah? What were your favorites? Do you have any good games? Uh, adventure. That's one I remember. Um, the, uh, I, I don't know. I, I should have thought about that before I said anything. Did, no, you're fine. <laughs> Did you ever play Pitfall 2? Pardon? Did you ever play Pitfall, Pitfall? 2? Uh, yeah, I think that, I think Pitfall, um, yeah, that was, that was not by Atari. That was one of the first things that, uh, Activision did, as I recall. Ooh, yeah, nice. Activision was Pitfall. Yeah, and uh, I love the um, second part. Part Pitfall Two was my was my jam. All right, good stuff. You know, classic platformers, Donkey Kong. Oh know, yeah, that, that kind of stuff. Donkey Kong Junior um, was great. 
Good stuff. Yeah, it's like SNES, I think. That's much later. <laughs> oh, I apologize. <laughs> oh, that's quite all right. We all have our time. Yeah. Um, did Michelle want me to read? He made a little statement on our chat on the side. Did we want to read that? Um, I do have one more audio submission, and then uh, I'm ready to say happy holidays and close up the show. We, if anyone have, does have, we, any have more. we have one more uh, in character, short in character. Oh, uh, holiday yeah, I, submission. I, I, I'm sorry, I apologize, Pat. Uh, yes, yeah. we will get to yeah, that. Let me, it's, it's quick. Let me let me go ahead and fire this off before we uh, before we forget. It's from uh, Michael. Yeah, that's great. Uh, is, uh, uh, and this as as uh, as you pointed out. Uh, Andrew, it's uh, the lone shambler has shown up on off the record, I think. So uh, this is an in-character note. Uh, Dear wifey and son, woman, I hope you enjoy the lifetime of supply of Excedrin that I got you. I have a feeling that someday you're going to have a splitting headache that just won't go away. This probably won't help, but rest assured that once you're gone, I'll move on with any and all, not men, romantic interests moving forwards. As for you, son, you can have pretty much anything you want for Christmas. Just promise me that you won't be grow up to be the biggest douche ever. <laughs> thanks. Well, I guess Sean didn't grant that Christmas wish, but uh, thanks, uh, thanks, Dad, a.k.a. the Lone Shambler. So. <laughs> That's so touching. <laughs> yeah, don't be a douche. <laughs> That's great. Uh, thank you so much for writing in, Shambler, the Lone Shambler. That's great. Um, anybody else have any final holiday thoughts or sentiments they'd like to share? I have, uh, one more audio feedback and then, um, just our, our closing cue music. So, uh, anybody have any final thoughts? The four stages of life. Oh yeah. Through, through Santa, right? Right. Shoot, shoot. Yeah, Lee. As a young child, you believe in Santa Claus. Then as you grow older, you don't believe in Santa Claus. That's the second stage. Then when you're old enough to have your own kids, you are Santa Claus to your kids. And then, unfortunately, as this happened to me, you look like Santa Claus. <laughs> That's clever. That's very good. Yeah, my daughter gave me a sign with that on it. <laughs> God, that almost sounds like a Carlin like saying or something. You know what I mean? That's really That's really clever. Yeah, Carlin was awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's really nice. Well, thank you for sharing that, Lee. That's great. Uh, anybody else have any I final? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anybody have any uh, other final holiday thoughts? Yeah. Nope. Really appreciate so many uh, so many folks dropping by. Really made this a very special, uh, very special Fallout feed episode. Yeah. Um, Mary, Mary. Mary, Mary. That is just the the final thing I would like to say is uh, thank you so much to all of our our listeners and anyone doing any sort of play along feedback with of our uh, roundtables or people just sending in emails or sort of audio feedback or anything like that. People who are in the Facebook group doing any sort of interactions and doing posts and bouncing questions back and forth. All of this is not possible without all of you people involved. So uh, just thank you so much to all of you and happy holidays, no matter what you celebrate. Uh, please um, just be peaceful and merry and enjoy each other and uh, make it a kind world if you can uh, do your little bit um, like we're all doing right here in this community. Uh, so please go out with that sentiment and um, enjoy your holiday season. And uh, thank you so much. And uh, we'll get into my holiday feedback here.
Twas the night before Fallout, when all through the wasteland, all the creatures were staring at the lone wanderer's gun hand. Ballistic we've hung by the chimney with care, in hopes that super mutants would soon flee in despair. The children were sleepless, afraid in their beds, while visions of mire lurks danced in their heads. Magnolia's lullabies and Grognet's magic belt. Preston cries, Another settlement needs our help! When out in the waste arose such a <laughs> clatter, must sleep for survival and drink purified water. Away to the railroad I flew in a flash, tore open some psycho and used eight stem packs. The moon on the breast of the Commonwealth waste give monsters advantage. Lone wanderer makes haste. When what would appear to make my eyes mad but a broken down sleigh and eight disgusting rad stags. <laughs> with a metallic old driver all rusty with rot, I knew right away this Xmas death bot. More rapid than stingwings, his coursers they came. He buzzed, causing feedback when hollering their names. Now Smasher, now Cancer, now Deadbeat and Infection. On Pus Wound, on Garbage, on Rad Roach and Fat Man. Climb up, Red Rocket, to the top of the wall. Now dash away, smash away, crash away all. As dry heaves throughout the wasteland did fly, rusty vomit and stag shit rained down from the sky. <laughs> so up to the rooftop... The coursers they flew with a sleigh full of junk in that nasty robot, too. And then to my terror, I heard on the roof the breaking and crushing of each rancid hoof. With my gun in my hand and was turning around, down the chimney, Deathbot came with a bound. He was covered in blood from his hat to his tread. And from his mouth hung a rotting necklace of heads. A bundle of junk he had flung on his back, and he pointed his minigun and launched the attack. His eyes all bloodshot, his teeth all rotten, his nose like a corkscrew could not be forgotten. His rusted out hair in need of a barber. His breath caused the fog that plagued old Far Harbor. The stump of an army held tight in his teeth. Smoke encircled him like an atom bomb wreath. A cut on his face leaked the pus of Ebola, and he reached in a sack for his 14th Nuka-Cola. He was gnarled, disgusting, a mangled old elf, and I cried when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye, and he jerked off his head. Radiation spilling filled the room with dread. He spoke not a word, just unloaded his gun. Under a spray of bullets, we all had to run. The lead took us down as thick terror grows. While grabbing the children, up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sleigh, stuffed the kids in his sack, and I knew right away they were not coming back. But I heard him exclaim as they flew out of sight, Happy fallout to all, and a vault tech good night. <laughs> uh, really good. Really good. <laughs> that was really good. Mm -hmm. 
Man, all of our groups, everyone who submitted anything, it's so appreciated. And we've now made a, a huge, nice, big holiday episode. And we couldn't do it without you guys, like I was mentioning before. Uh, so thanks, everyone who submitted. Anyone who hopped on the show here for a few minutes and, and chit-chatted. Uh, everyone who stuck around. Uh, everyone who gave feedback and submitted submissions. It's, it's, it's just so overwhelmingly kind for all of you. And happy holidays to everyone. Uh, I'd, I'd like to just, um, yeah, send out merry wishes to all of you this holiday season. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Fallout Feed Roundtable. If you are interested in doing a play-along character with us, the show can be contacted by emailing falloutroundtable at gmail.com. For the roundtable schedule, our Amazon link, and all other show information, please head on over to asapodcasting.com where you will find the Fallout feed, a Skyrimatic podcast, our YouTube channel, the Chatterbox, as well as other content. Once again, thank you for downloading, and we'll see you in the wasteland. That's awesome, guys. Thanks for hanging out, everyone. Oh, so special. I'm glad you guys came by. Um, that was fun. You know, the feel free to stick around. There's plenty of hot chocolate and the uh, the fire's still burning. Um, everyone's galoshes we had sat by the door and the coats are on the bed. So um, as you mm-hmm. feel, um, stick around to hang out or uh, part ways. Merry Christmas. Well, I have uh, I have some vampires to take care of and my battery's about to die. So. Go kill a pet. <laughs> I will uh, I will say Andrew to, to, thanks for organizing this Andrew as always uh, very special really really well done. Uh, really really nice that you took the effort to, to make this happen. Now, it's a lot of fun for. Couldn't do it without everyone who pitched in especially people like you Pat. So thanks so much for every you everything you've done for the show recently buddy. It's been a it's been a pleasure. So uh, Happy holidays and go kill some vampires. All right, guys. Talk to you later. Bye. You bet. Right. right on, guys. Well, uh, I better go uh, relieve Tori of her uh, <laughs> motherly duties. Let her have a, t- a little chance to relax and stuff. So uh, happy holidays, everyone. And uh, we'll see you soon. Merry Christmas, Andrew. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks so much for hanging out, Shalene. It's been great. Yeah. Thanks, Shalene. Yeah. And Lee, thanks, thanks a lot for hopping on, Lee. It was great. Jeremy, thanks a lot, buddy. And Michelle, thanks for hanging out in the chat, man. That's awesome. We tried with him. Hello, Wastelanders. Are you tired of the same old Diamond City Radio and GNR? Are you looking for a little bit more Brit in your broadcasting? Then look no further than WVR, West Vault Radio, broadcasting today for a brighter tomorrow. I'm Susan Reith, 16 times West Vault Radio Broadcaster of the Year. If you're looking for a little bit of music, some light entertainment, and the finest toast recipes in the wasteland, then look no further. 
To gain access to WVR, go to your nearest working terminal and open our archives at www.vault97.com. You can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher and all other popular podcast distribution networks. We're also available on Twitter at West Vault Radio. If you'd like to listen to us on that old-fashioned thing called a Pip-Boy, we're also available on the Old World Radio Boston mod, which is accessible from the Fallout Nexus, whatever that is. So, for a more civilised and Vault-Tech-approved listening experience, look no further than West Vault Radio. Isn't that right, Mr Wigglesworth? Hello ASA listeners, my name is Dennis and I'm coming to you with a bit of random fun. You might have heard of the amazing Let's Play Skyrim series brought to you by ASA Podcasting. Well here's a chance for you to become involved with the show. Our own frontman Andrew is going through the Bard's quest line in Skyrim. Well in typical fashion, Andrew has quite a few helpers on the scene. What we need is our loyal ASA people to give Andrew's merry band a name. For every email submission, one per person, I will donate $1 to CFF. For the winner, I will donate 50 bucks in their name, and they will get a very special Skyrim prize. I will also roll a d20 and multiply all the $1 donations by the result. So let's have some fun. The contest will last till the finale of the Barge College Let's Play. Give Andrew some cowbell and make him proud. Please send all band name suggestions to thefalloutfeed at gmail.com. Thanks. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.